0: Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Dr. Rosalind Clark, here today with Agnes Drew and Max O'Brien. It's day 1,580 since we came back on the air. What's happening out there, you two?
1: My little plant experiment is coming along nicely. It's growing a pretty good-looking stem, and I'm hoping leaves will come soon because once the leaves start coming out, we should have a better idea of what this
0: plant actually is. That's good. Just remember, if it shows any signs of flowering before we can figure out what it is, then we need to be extra diligent about keeping it isolated from the outside world. We don't need that thing to turn out to be some kind of invasive vine that covers everything in sight and chokes out the crops. Don't worry, I'm being careful, but this is still so exciting! Okay, Max, what's up with you?
2: Bad news, I'm afraid. I know we just got it back online not that long ago, but the normal power station windmill is out of commission again. If you got a charged battery from us, try to conserve it make it last as long as possible until we can get repairs made.
0: What's wrong with it this time? I know last time it was corrosion from the salty breezes from the ocean.
2: You know, that's what we reported, but now I'm not so sure. This time, a wire was definitely, deliberately cut. And it's making me wonder if the reason why the old wires corroded was because someone intentionally nicked the insulation and let that salt water in.
1: Why would anybody do that? We don't charge anything for the batteries. We just ask people to bring their own. It's an essentially free resource that we make available to anybody. Heck, sometimes people bring extra batteries and leave them so others can take them. What would anybody have against bringing back a little bit of the old normal life into the world?
0: Um, unfortunately, I can think of one reason. They don't want the old normal life back.
1: Huh? Who would want that? Even the Zombie Friends Association hasn't said anything about wanting things to stay like this. Everybody wants to get back to normal. Don't they?
0: Not necessarily. They could be Luddites.
2: What? People who hate technology? I hardly think the normal power station windmill counts as high tech. It's barely functional even on a good day, and provides a very small amount of power.
0: Luddites have been characterized in recent years as people who hate technology, but that's not what they started out as. In the 19th century, they were an actual organization held together by oats, who were protesting advancement in textile production. Specifically, the use of machines in the production of clothing.
1: If they were protesting the use of machines, that sounds like an anti technology
0: stance to me. It does until you get to the rest of the context. First, the Luddites were concerned about the preservation of their craft. To them, textiles were a thing that required a certain kind of knowledge and tradition to make, the machines were faster but they produced inferior quality goods.
2: Okay, but the normal power station windmill isn't doing anything like that.
0: I'm not finished. The second thing they were concerned about was their jobs. Factories were making textiles faster and cheaper, which was putting the traditional textile makers out of business. But when they went to get jobs at the factories, they were turned away because the machines meant that they didn't take as many people to get the job done.
1: I'm with Max on this. All of what you're describing sounds like they have legitimate issues to protest, but the windmill isn't taking anybody's job and is not doing anything in an inferior way unless you're comparing it to the old world.
0: My point is that Luddites have been written off as just generally hating technology for decades now. But the truth was that they did have, as you said, legitimate issues. So, the situation is more nuanced than we might have believed, and I think the same could be true here.
2: Okay, I'll bite. How? What could possibly be the motivation for depriving us of the only tiny sense of normalcy we've been able to achieve around here since the zombie horde Medusa rolled through and destroyed everything?
0: I don't know how else to put it, but they like it this way. Don't look at me like that. Think about it. How many times have we talked on this broadcast about how terrible the zombies are, except for the fact that the environment is cleaner, our lives have more purpose, people are generally being nicer to each other, and on and on and on about how much better things are now, except for all the death and loss, and the majority of the death and the loss is in the past now.
1: What are you talking about? We see fresh zombies
0: every day. Yes, but we see them in ones and twos, not dozens or hundreds the way we used to. Most of them are showing signs of significant decay at this stage. To a large degree, we've learned how to tolerate the current situation. What if there's someone out there who thinks their current life is so good compared to their old one that... The zombies are an acceptable risk.
2: I can't get my head around that. Yes, the world has seen improvement in some areas, but the zombies are the villains in this story.
0: Not everybody's going to agree with that. So what that means is that if we're going to try to progress back to what we had before, we're going to have to be aware that not everybody wants that and might fight back. Remember Gary who moved out of Amoria the other week? He wrote us a whole note about slowing down, getting back to normal.
2: Yeah, he said slow down. He didn't say stop altogether. Gary's too nice of a guy to have done this, and, and he left, as you said, days ago.
0: Okay. Remember our unknown visitor a while back who came up to the door in the middle of the night and then left, leaving only footprints behind? Maybe that was the same person who sabotaged the windmill.
2: You're not helping with my paranoia, you know.
1: Mine either. So what's it going to take to get the windmill back online?
2: Should hopefully be just a simple wiring patch that Sparky, our electrician at Amoria, can take care of this afternoon. But the bigger issue is that we're going to have to figure out some kind of security for
0: the thing. We can do that later. Let's get it fixed first. Let me sign us off and we can get started. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this has been Dr. Rosalind Clark, Max O'Brien, and Agnes Drew. Take care of each other.